Paula, this investigation has been going on for five years, so why now for a special counsel? It's unclear. The Justice Department will only say that on Tuesday, Weiss asked to be changed to this designated special counsel. He is, as you noted, the U.S. attorney. He was appointed by former President Trump, and he's been overseeing the investigation into Hunter Biden for, like you said, approximately five years. But there's no official explanation for why he wanted to change to a special counsel now. But we have seen in court filings that it appears that the talks between the U.S. Attorney's Office and Hunter Biden's legal team to resolve the issues that the judge identified with that plea deal, that those have fallen apart and that this is likely to go to trial. That appears to be the impetus, but it's really unclear. Now, one of the big differences now that he's a special counsel is that Weiss is going to have to compile a full report detailing what he investigated and his findings, hand that to the attorney general who has vowed to make it public. Now, I've also learned that the White House was not given a heads up about this, and neither were Hunter Biden's attorneys. How much more likely does it make it that the president's son is definitely going to go on trial? It appears a lot more likely, Jake. I mean, for a minute there, it appeared that this was going to be resolved with that plea deal. Uh, even after the judge pushed back, asked for additional briefings, expressed skepticism, I think both sides expected that ultimately it would be approved. But if there were any modifications, we got signals that indeed the Hunter Biden team was willing to take this to trial. So at this point, the fact that he has gotten the special counsel designation, he can now bring cases in any jurisdiction. It does appear that the most likely outcome here is that this goes to trial. Laura, are you surprised that there's now a special counsel five years into this investigation after a plea deal had almost been agreed upon. I mean, that plea deal was within the reach of, of course, Hunter Biden. I'm sure he's lamenting right now whatever fiasco actually occurred in that courtroom to not have all the I's dotted, all the T's crossed to have this already go through. Remember, we've heard already from David Weiss about what the process was like. He has said, I have the authority to do so. All the talking points are contrary to what my experience was. But now this raises a lot of questions. And whatever happened on Tuesday, as what Paul is alluding to, now does make me feel surprised about, well, why now? What is happening here? Remember, he is still the U.S. attorney in Delaware, but now this special counsel allows him to actually go beyond his own jurisdiction. You can look at other areas as well. It's the reason you have Jack Smith not having to confine to one particular jurisdiction. He can go beyond that. He can have things in, in Florida. He can have things in Washington, D.C. It does now go beyond that. But at its core... I wonder what the decision really came down to. The special counsel statute says you can have this if you first look to figure out does a matter actually warrant an investigation? Is it warranted? He had to conclude that it did, if you're Garland. Was there a conflict of interest at play here? The talking points you see on the right and the left have suggested talking points around this very notion that there is a conflict of being able to have the president appoint the attorney general who would oversee an investigation into his, own, said, son. his yeah. own son. But finally, it's the idea of well, what are you going to do about it now? And is there a way that you can structure an investigation that is in the interest of the public to have the information? Garland says all three criteria are met. And so whatever took place between the plea agreement and now is anyone's guess. So, Paula, help me out here. Um, David Weiss, the U.S. attorney, now special counsel, had previously said in writing that he had all the power he needed. Mm -hmm. uh, he, he didn't need any more authority. If he wanted to do charges in D.C., he could reach out to the U.S. attorney in D.C. If he wanted to do charges in L.A., he could sure, reach yeah. out to... But now he has special counsel powers that give him that authority in writing. In between, we should note, there were whistleblowers saying that behind the scenes, David Weiss was complaining 
I don't have the authority to charge in this city or that state. And the Justice Department was saying, no, 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 those whistleblowers are wrong. It looks as though maybe the whistleblowers were right. It's messy. Right. It appears that here they're trying to insulate uh, the Justice Department, particularly the attorney general, from what appears to be uh, a case that is headed to a likely trial of the president's son. And I think they're hoping that this special counsel designation will also insulate them from potential congressional testimony. Because remember, there are calls for Weiss to go on the Hill, but now they can say, well, the special counsel Durham, special counsel Mueller, they testified after they submitted their report. And there's a lot of emphasis today at the Justice Department on this report and how that will offer some transparency here. And that may be fair in some respects, but that is not going to satisfy Republicans who have a lot of questions about this investigation if that report and the special counsel designation are now going to be used to prevent him from going to the Hill. Yeah, it's not just Republicans who have questions. I have questions. I'm yeah. sure you guys have questions. I have so many questions. Yeah, I'm do. not getting my answers. <laughs> um, but but here, here's another one for mm -hmm. you. Okay, so I'm David Weiss. Once again, uh, play, play this game with me. I'm the special counsel. Just a few weeks ago, I was ready to say, eh, a diversion and a slap on the wrist, a misdemeanor. Really, really it was not a big punishment. Uh, and now I want special counsel authority to investigate something that just a few weeks ago, I was basically saying, this is the most I can prove in a court of law. Uh, that doesn't make sense to me either. I, by the way, I'm fully willing to believe that there's a lot more to investigate mm -hmm. and a lot more to charge him with. But that wasn't his position a few weeks ago. And remember, go back to that courtroom where the judge had that same question when she talked about, have you contemplated this is actually going to be the 360, everything solved now, and assumed that Hunter Biden's team had either negotiated that or well aware of whether this would actually be a fully resolved issue. And that was part of her consideration of well, hold on a second. You mean this wouldn't necessarily resolve that issue? You don't know if there's other actual investigations? It's a problem, ding, ding, ding. But it also lends credence now. Not only the point you raised about the whistleblowers, which, by the way, part of their claim was that those who were investigating, akin to, say, a police officer who arrests someone and then says to the prosecutor, here's what I arrest the person on, how dare you diverge from that? Well, the prosecutor is the one that has the power to decide sure. what to bring. And so just because you wanted something different doesn't mean that it was a justifiable prosecution. But now it raises questions about what else was a part of it and why would David Weiss have in writing, I think it was twice in writing, have already said, no, I actually did have the power. It seems what he meant was I had the power in Delaware, and now yeah. I want the power other places, maybe D.C., maybe oh. California, as well as now a part of it. So it raises a lot of questions. But again, it goes back to the point where, you know, it was in his hand, the bird in hand. Now you've got two jurisdictions in the bush because the plea agreement fell through. So, and, and lastly, so one of the reasons, there are a couple of reasons why the judge was pushing at, at this plea yeah. agreement. Mm -hmm. One of them was she didn't think that the gun charge thing was, was legitimate and she didn't want to have to supervise all that. But then one of the other things was th they weren't on the same page, the question about whether or not Hunter Biden could be charged in the future, right? Hunter Biden's teams thought, no, no, this is the yeah, end of it. That, and that was key to them. Yeah. They made it clear, look, if you pull back and say this is not the end of it, we're going to trial. And not only are they willing to go to trial, they're confident they're going to win. But but w what I'm saying is if I'm Hunter Biden, now I'm playing I'm, I'm Hunter Biden. If I'm Hunter Biden, I'm like... You've been David Weiss, you've been Hunter Biden, <laughs> well, you're Jake Tapper, I, like I mean, a, there you go. I like to put on lots of hats. <laughs> so if I'm Hunter Biden, I'm thinking, wait a second, this is going to get much, much, yeah. much worse for me as opposed to a plea deal where they had the uh, opportunity, if they wanted, to bring future charges. Now I have even, now it's even worse. None of it was good for Hunter Biden. Sure, but, but isn't this worse? Has, 
it, it depends what the eventual outcome is, right. right? This is a long game. If he goes to trial, if his benefactor and attorney pays for that, and he is ultimately acquitted, that is stressful. That is a, an awful thing, as we both know, to go through. But maybe that is better in the long run. It's unclear. The whole thing's a disaster for everyone. All right, Paul and Laura, thanks so much.